Ah, oh, for Christ's sake, Anakin. Hello and welcome to episode 28 of For Christ's Sake, Anakin. I'm your host, Matthew Nigamaro, coming to you live to air from sunny, but a little cool. We got snow last week, suburban Toronto, Ontario, Canada. It is Thursday, April 19th, 2018. It is the Thursday in the third week of Easter Tide, if you're counting. I'm joined, wonderful guest, my brother Jamie Nigar from Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada. He's in town for the last few weeks. How are you doing, Jamie? I'm doing really well. I'm uh, getting accused of bringing the uh, harsh winter with me, but uh, I, apparently it's wintry in Regina as well, so uh, you know, it's, not my, it's not my fault, I promise. <laughs> well, see, he, he lands... Just as the snowstorm hits. Uh, thankfully, thank God, there's going to be better weather. All this runoff is going to melt uh, in the next few days. Anyways, how have you been Star Warsing recently? First of all, first of all, you got to get guests on the show, i got to ask. It's been been a few months since Last Jedi came out. What were your thoughts? What were your thoughts initially? I, lo- I loved it. I thought uh, I'm somebody that, uh, well, I, I, I should preface that I understand that people watch Star Wars for all different reasons and, and like this, all different aspects about it. And we'll get into the solo uh, trailer and we'll talk about maybe what I didn't love about it uh, so much. <laughs> yeah, but I think that. it really fits in what I do like about The Last Jedi is that I really appreciate the depth in, in thought and the depth in uh character development and it wasn't just about hacking and slashing and lots of lots of lightsaber battles and taking up all this time with with you know x-wings shooting at tie fighters and (laughs) and stuff and and there's a little bit of a place for that i'm not saying i'm you know a stick in the mud about it but uh you know i'm definitely a big fan of the last jedi i think it really um brought uh, it was a film that brought the deeper elements that brought things that you learn in clone wars and in books into a mainstream movie and i think people that don't like it or didn't didn't like it or didn't appreciate it probably weren't used to uh things delving so deep they liked the the kind of gunslinger goofball kind of attitude that some star wars has been in the past and and uh and and obviously and succeeded no no absolutely and and i think again like we'll talk about solo but i think that's maybe an element that solo will be fine at as well in terms of selling itself as a movie but Last Jedi was was went deep and and uh, you had to really think and use your use use your imagination and your brain power to 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 take <laughs> to take what Luke said with uh, with Ray uh, at the island there and and um, you know have have it be something that you can understand about the Force and the way that the Star Wars universe works and uh, and so yeah it was it was great I I really liked it and uh, man Adam Driver can really really act. Oh, he yeah. is. <laughs> oh, he's impressive. It's one of the best parts of that film. <laughs> now, now, for your listeners, I promise I didn't pay him here. I didn't fully know his opinion. This isn't just a pad. The stats on The Last Jedi I love. He generally loves this film about as much as I do. <laughs> um, what, what about intellectually? What stands out to you? Yeah, I think um, a deeper understanding of what the Force is. I, I think, again, the, the mainstream audience that only would watch movies would have uh, an answer similar to what Ray gives to Luke when yeah. he is kind of training her. What is the force? So it's this weird thing that people use to, to throw throw things across rooms without touching them and 
and you know dodge dodge you know bullets like in the matrix like uh like bullet time or whatever like not really sure what it what it is i guess and 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 whether or not it's some sort of tool some sort of you know basin of magic that that certain people know who know the magic tricks can reach into and and use and and uh so i think again uh as i mentioned i think it's sort of a a movie that that forces the mainstream star wars audience to think deeper about it and um uh so there's there's the 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 what the force is is kind of central i think to to the movie and and we sort of learn uh, the the mainstream audience learns along with ray uh, at least the basics of what the force is and what it's meant to be and um and and how off course i guess this whole jedi versus sith kind of battle you know became if you look at the grander story the bigger picture not just the anakin anakin story or the anakin saga the personal but story the personal story but you look at the whole the whole history that star wars is trying to get at from the books and the comics and the clone Wars series and the rebels series um yeah i think it uh it's it's something that is a great sort of reboot of mm-hmm. of how to think about star wars history in general and uh so i appreciated it and uh yeah i'm i'm not one for perhaps the just going around and hacking and slashing i think i I like philosophical things and ways that you can have conversation and try to wrestle with and understand and and pull exegesis out kind of thing so uh yeah intellectually i thought it was quite stimulating and quite interesting to the to the to the to the real star wars geek I, I'm sure there's the people that people that don't that didn't like it at all out there were the people that Real Star weren't Wars weren't super weren't super Star Wars geeks. No, well, I, see, I don't know. If, I don't know if that's actually true. I will say, um, it's the people who, in their mindset, want the Force to be closer to a superpower, mm-hmm. and the people who who in the original trilogy there was this adventure and excitement. Even though Jedi craved not those things, there was this adventure. It was, it was part of the story, right? And it's the hero's journey. Yeah. Luke leaves, goes, takes on the Empire, and, and well, mm. sort of defeats it. Not really. It's 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 his father who defeats it. But, um, you know, the, we think about uh, the DC expanded universe is, is coming out. MCU. I've talked about MCU. I love Marvel. But they're still their their main powers are to fight and to to bash them up and and the, I the I mean the interesting intellectual crux, especially with, with Tony Stark, is how do we actually be responsible human beings if we're human, you know, other species like you know that as guardians, but how to be responsible human beings in light of these increased capabilities that is interesting. Um, and taps into why Star Wars is the pinnacle here of of this genre mm-hmm. fandom. It's the very moral core. And I've, you know, I've talked about MCU a lot in this in this podcast because it has a, a morality that's rooted in a type of cosmic wisdom that begins to approach both what we see with Star Wars and what, of course. Ultimately, we see in John chapter one, in the beginning was the word, 
the the order the logos that grounds yeah. all creation. So yeah, it was it's definitely Last Jedi. It's definitely more intellectual, and that's the interesting thing. They go like not it's true, not much happens, and that's kind of the point. Mm. There's not, I mean, I, I've heard that there are some editing issues and pacing issues. Uh-huh. I didn't really experience that. I more experienced pacing, quick pacing as let the past die. Can't move on from it. Mm-hmm. But um other thing you did was uh well we'll I'll, I'll go so what's interesting is we just watched the Mortis Arc too recently and seeing uh having watched near end of Rebels and hearing Sabine call you haven't seen Rebels. You should. <laughs> I, I highly recommend it. But you have seen Clone Wars. You have seen the Martyr's Heart. Um, I mean, some, a lot of our discussions were at the heart of the story. The Mortis story is an allegory for the whole prequel trilogy. Um, talk about Mortis. Talk about how that might fit in. Yeah, I mean, I think... Uh, the, the Mortis Arc is... Just like the the Last Jedi, I think it takes you really out of uh, sort of the the line that the line that maybe that the the show is on or the movie is on. I think, and, and it puts you into this sort of deep realm. And and it's interesting, obviously, how it's the they do the classic, uh, you know, they all fall asleep kind yeah. of thing together. All it's this all stuff happens. They wake up and they all have the same dream and. Oh, that was a funny, weird dream, and like, oh, you know, Commander Cody or whatever, whoever it is, is yeah. like, like you guys have been gone for a second there, or whatever, Rex, you've been gone there for a second, and then, and then uh, Anakin's like, well, longer than that, probably, right, <laughs> kind of thing. I forget the exact line, but uh, so that's the it's the classic like pull you out to have a deeper conversation, I guess. And, yeah. Um. Yeah, and I, and I and I thought based on Snoke's line in, in the Last Jedi. Um, you know about talking about how Kylo being the dark side, yeah, side that grows in strength, and as his strength grows, his light side counterpart grows in strength too. And Snoke said, "I suppose it would be Luke Skywalker, but uh, um, Skywalker, but, I presume, or Skywalker, I presumed, but um, actually, it was it was uh, Ray, uh, who you know, without really a lot of training, and, and it, it's interesting how Luke's like." Three lessons. That's all you get, kind of. Thing. And we don't even see the third lesson. And we don't even see the third <laughs> lesson. So it's just like Ray is really figuring this out by flying by the seat of her pants. So it it is. Yeah. It makes me think that there's something deeper going on, uh, you know, in the Force. Because again, you think about um, your the you know a Jedi's ability or or somebody's ability to use the Force if they're really Force sensitive. Yeah. Um, and and so far, I think for at least for me and you. And call me crazy but uh to me it seems like it is your, your ability as a jedi or a sith does have a lot to do with your training you know has a lot to do with you know texts you've read or ways that you know yeah. you've been taught or experiences you've had and and obviously luke um you know spends a lot of time studying and working hard in order to to do that force projection that he does at the end which is quite impressive mm-hmm. i have to say but uh you know so luke luke was you know less trained even than his dad and right. his dad was less trained than you know he was supposed to you know that was the big thing is like oh he's too old he's nine or whatever yeah and then luke is luke like is oh 19. he's luke is like 19 well, you know 
Time of Empire, he's 22. Right? Or whatever, yeah. And then and then Ray's 23. trained even less, if you want to consider, sort of yeah. consider them as the... The, you know the main characters on the on the arc kind of thing but uh so less and less training but uh somehow she's able to to be that to be that strong you know to to join with you know to compete with kylo kind of thing and and uh obviously some people turn that into a man versus a woman sort of yeah. argument which i think is is completely irrelevant in this in this question not that it's not cool that there's a female character that's yeah. that's badass because that is cool I'm happy with that. Sadly. Uh, that's fine. I don't know. That, that word is in the Bible. That's it's fine. fine. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, so Ray needs even less training than uh, than anybody yeah. so far. And, and and it's interesting, too, that Yoda says, you know, she's she knows everything that's, you know, in that book, those books already kind of thing. Yeah, and and tries to get Luke to get his face out of the books and. Right. and into and into uh and out of the past and into the into the future kind of a lesson that present. that into the present a lesson yeah. that uh ray is is told that she has to learn in that uh, cave and she understands it really quickly whereas it takes luke a very long time to right. uh understand it so i guess there's that all that old thing if we want the the next generation to understand things and be better at things faster anyways but uh, we are what we go we are they are what we grow beyond uh, yeah, yeah exactly are what we grow beyond and you know so so it's interesting i wonder like yoda says you know failure is the greatest teacher um you know ray failed to turn kylo right. uh, i wonder how she's gonna learn from that failure. yeah that's like that's actually i never thought that one you know it, She's going to have to reflect on what she thought she saw. Yeah. Assuming, see, one thing I, I, I'm not entirely certain of is when they touch in that last last uh, bridge, mind bridge, do they actually see the throne room scene? We all assume that. That's not necessarily true, but if she did, if she that's what she thought, at least she went out to the to the supremacy. Do some ship, do turn him. We knew that, mm. and she was wrong. Um, you can't replicate how Luke turned Vader back to Anakin. No. Um, what's interesting with Ray is what what you said before about how ability in the Force does have to do with growth and skill and technique and and in wisdom. And people forget, and, and I'm, I'm looking over at a book called Before the Awakening up on my, my shelf there. And it goes into how, what her life on Jakku was like. And people forget, actually she had um, quite the background. She was training in simulations. I mean, yeah, not, not too many people have read this. It's kind of a young adult short story. Training simulations, training to protect people uh, in in the you know in the outpost and in, or in the surrounding sorry the surrounding villages and whatnot and just the, the wilderness in Jakku, caring for people. So she had some sense of that, but yeah, I mean the need in front of her she finally recognizes is to actually leave to go off and engage like I've been talking about the last few episodes about how I mean, specifically the, the, the rogue episode rogue three go back and listen to the way 
uh, not just Rogue Three, but the, the one before it too, in episode 27. Uh, the way a lot of a lot of people in the present moment in the church think you gotta retrench and give up on the world or give up on positively influencing the world with the gospel when that may have been the need to, to step back for a minute a few decades ago. Luke isn't able to recognize that need in the moment to train Ray and to somehow find a way to engage in, in what's going on in the galaxy with his friends, with his sisters. Ray understands that. Ray actually, Ray and Yoda help uh, help Luke see that. And the, the force projection, he returns to the force that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah it'll be, what'll be interesting, going back to what you were saying, about how what that engagement looks like now that it's up to her and not up to Kylo Ren um, and, and turning back dance. Like, even in that moment, he's our best hope. Well, no, actually, what if you're our best hope? Mm. That's an interesting thought. Um, so another thing you saw was... So you, you say you have a... Yeah, yeah I have it. a question for you, yeah. yeah and for uh, and uh, we can edit this podcast no, too. No, we can we're all good. Things. But anyways... Um, Ask away. Ask away. My, the, the, sort of going along the same lines uh, about that, about Luke being someone that needed to learn from Ray, kind of, to... Yeah. To be to have an impact on the story, mm-hmm. um, do you, like obviously it's it's widely known press that Mark Hamill wasn't thrilled yeah. with the way that Ryan wrote Luke and directed Luke and whatever. Even though again Mark and Mark Hamill did a great job and and Ryan I think did a great job too yeah. and and made it very interesting. And I think deep deep in deep in my heart, I would have liked to see a different Luke too, but. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I think it was effectively done, and and I think Ryan doesn't have to live with some sort of shame or guilt because oh, of it. But I hope he doesn't. I don't think he will because he's a great, a great like, storyteller and, yeah. and does clearly did a very good job. But, um, so that that's interesting. But I guess I got to ask you, Matthew. Yeah. Are you are you happy with uh, are you with happy with Luke or do you, do you is there a part where you profoundly wish that Luke was. <laughs> was right on board in what Mark Mark Hamill wanted Luke to be. So, this is a good good advertisement for the last few episodes and how I'm going to... I think Mark Hamill is wrong. Because uh, um, Mark Hamill wanted a very a much more like, I guess, black and white sort of yeah. old school style of a story where it's like, for sure the good guy is a good guy and for sure the bad guy is a bad guy. And there yeah. still is an essence of pure good and pure bad, I think, in Star Wars. But uh, anyways, well, he wanted Luke. You know, so this is, this is a good, good advertisement for uh, my own reflections on uh, the director and the Jedi documentary, and how it goes into that very conflict between, between Mark Hamill and Ryan Johnson a little bit. Yeah, I, in brief, again, I, I think Mark Hamill, in a way, was wrong. It isn't that Luke is angsty and depressed. It's that. He believes that the Jedi are... No, I also believe Luke is wrong. <laughs> he believes that the Jedi are wrong for the galaxy. One thing I didn't mention is in that episode is the was able to see the deleted scenes. And those deleted scenes are 
this wonderful exploration of well, well some so one of the, some of the deleted scenes are um, thanks Jackie. <laughs> so some of the deleted scenes are, are just random snippets you kind of see that little bit there other things they really give context for what happens before what happens next one of my favorite deleted scene I think everyone's going to be everyone's favorite deleted scene is the the uh, uh, that caretaker village sequence <laughs> where with the Irish dancing with the Irish dancing well yeah and what happens there is uh, Luke is is Luke and Ray are up on in the 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 uh, cliff cave thing I forget what it's called and they're looking down and there's these ships of of another neighbor you know from a neighboring island approaching and Luke tells Ray oh these are it's, it's, it's a, a raiding party come to decimate this village and and Luke says, well, the, the Jedi texts and say, no, a Jedi can't go and act because, uh, well, you got to maintain balance. And I think the undertone, because, well, the undertone is, uh, not the undertone, what he says is you got to maintain balance because then the raiding party would just, if, if you go and defeat the raiding party now, they'll just be back in for the numbers. So you kind of have to stay put. You can't really stay put. Of course, Obi Wan fights off the uh, Sand People in uh, A New Hope. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the funny thing, though. Is so it's a hypocritical statement. In my a opinion. little bit to protect Luke. <laughs> it's a very hypocritical statement. What? And so Luke's whole point, though, is um, the Jedi. Well, the Jedi always concerned about maintaining balance. Yeah. I think. Well, the undertone is there. They get to decide what balance is, and if it's in their own interests yeah. to to act, then they will. If it's not, and so what he's trying to recuse from is that political game, mm-hmm. and and he explicitly says the Jedi are not what the Resistance needs. <coughs> the Resistance needs someone who will go in and run in and act. Just out. Ray goes, runs, I'm going to spoil it for you, it's just a little bit <coughs> Ray goes and, and runs and bursts open the gate and Irish dancing. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. and it turns out it was you know, this sort of mating party type thing where yeah. the, the partners come and... Mm. Well, but, and then, that, 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 and then that, that brings me to my point of confusion when it yeah. comes to the Force. Yeah. Just like it's partly my po- a point of confusion theologically when it comes to prayer and yeah. and, uh, and the Lord and whatnot. Like, it seems like there's a, a, there's a, there's a continuum sure. between the Force being a vending machine and the Force being an ocean <laughs> that, <Yeah>. that you... <laughs> that you... that we're all just along, along for the ride on this ocean kind of thing. Right. Like so, that, that that we have that we either have no no power to withdraw from the from the force, like yeah. Jedi's have no Jedi's have no power to, to and the force just does what the force does and it's and like, the will like of the force. They're marionettes. They're puppets. Yeah, kind of thing. Like yeah. the force, the force moves and does and shapes the the, the world 
like uh, you know as it wills and and you know we just kind of watch and and sort of being a jedi means you understand the move and the will of the force a little yeah. bit like you can see what the force is doing so the, the force does stuff by itself or well, we're as in as, as in like we're trying to like serve the will of the force in some way sure. and and the only thing that we can do are things that uh like they say they do these things that are clearly like superhuman mm-hmm. They do those things superhuman because the Force wants those things to be done in order to further the Force's... Further balance. Yeah, the, the, right. the Force's plans, kind of. Like right. The force, ha- the force... Basically, seeing the Force as like some sort of God. Yeah. And... It's and providential will. Providential right. will. And, and these super th- human things. And then there's, again, that other argument that the Force is a vending machine that... Right. That the people with the right texts and the right, you know, magic powers, yeah. you know, can can you know get lightning out of their hands because they you know what you got to do abracadabra or no, whatever. It's a, and the, only the Sith can use force lightning. Yeah, it's a dark side. But it's still the force. Side. Whether it's the, whether it's using it for yeah. bad or for good, it's still the force. It's not anything but the force. Yeah, force lightning isn't more than the force either. Like I don't know, but is it's it? a perversion of its intent. And it's well, but whether it's intense or not, it's like how it's used. So then it's the, that question again, like of of prayer and of of like how we interact yeah. with God's will and free will and predestination. <laughs> Going down like that road, obviously, is a long <laughs> yeah. road. But, but then <laughs> it's like so. it's like the, the the but the thing that the thing that's peaceful is a we don't really need to know. It's somewhere in the middle. It's a mystery. Uh, it's the same with the force, I guess. It's somewhere in the middle, yeah. in terms of uh, like, in terms of, you know, that though the, the, the God is more God than force is a God. The force is a God. Yeah, I mean, that's a Taoist sort of um, a, a yeah. fictional. But uh, so then again, like this is these are these are like questions in terms of how you connect like Star Wars to like your faith. Yeah, you know, obviously. So I, I guess I don't know if you have like thoughts about how you connect, like yeah. How you compare the force to the Holy Spirit? Well, yeah, as a province. I mean, the question of it's it's to, in the classic terms, free will versus determinism. Yeah. Um. And. and but sorry, be, so before before you continue, okay. My point is, yeah. In brief, then, is that yeah. Luke does nothing yeah. in that situation with the raiding party, right? Because he believes that the force will cause whatever the force believes to happen should happen anyways and the Jedi are actually getting in the way so I mean the whole point with the raiding party is that here's this word again it's an allegory of what's happening in the galaxy as a whole the raiding party is the first order right Um, you guys get that you all get that so yeah and Luke believes that the Jedi clicking on their laser swords and and beating things beating off the the raiding party that's actually not going to solve anything because yeah. they're going into it with their own interests they're uh-huh. going into it and then they leave and then the raiding party comes back yeah right? well his and his dad's one of his dad's problems is that yeah. he didn't think he at all about the opposite yeah. His answer was always to put turn on your laser sword and beat things up as right. quick as possible. And, and that's what, again, a lot of people thought Luke was going to do. He was going to ignite the green, take on the First Order by himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what Mark Hamill kind of wanted. That's what, well, maybe. I mean, here's the thing about that is 
So Mark Hamill wanted Luke to just take a moment, take a year, yeah, and then re-engage and figure out how he can help. And spend time with, with Leia and plan and be part of all that. And yeah. spend time with, you know, Akbar, even though yeah. for some reason uh, the woman with the crazy hair got well, control well, instead Akbar, of Akbar. Well, as the, well, I guess he gets blown up. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I mean, earlier in the thing, I mean, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess you're right. So, Luke and, sorry, Mark Hamill and Ryan Johnson think Luke is, well, maybe this is the way Ryan Johnson wrote it. I don't think this is what Ryan Johnson intended. Mark Hamill thinks Luke is disillusioned and depressed. And by depression, I mean, I don't mean necessarily chemical imbalance. I mean... Like something serious, like a chemical imbalance. Right. Bummed and angsty like a teenager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when really that's what Kylo Ren is doing. Luke Luke isn't that again. He's 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 disillusioned specifically with the way the Jedi in the prequel era always ran into things. Right. right. He doesn't have the capacity to imagine a new role, a new way of for the Jedi to engage, and that's, and he doesn't let Rey uh, imagine that too, and she does, hopefully anyway. So at least she try, she tries. Give me back to your question about with Kylo, right? She she tries to imagine what this could look like. She's gonna have to do more homework <laughs> and see what this looks like because we haven't been given any kind of clear indication yeah so well it's too bad that uh, it's too bad that while in the process of training the new group of Jedi yeah that's not that's not the moment when Yoda shows up as a force ghost and gives Luke some some wisdom like like, like earlier helps. before before Ben does his thing yeah before yeah. it all becomes before before the new the new Jedi Order group Team becomes yeah. a gong show, and and Ben Solo loses his because yeah. of teenage temper tantrum and right. whatnot. But also, you know, he just also happened to wake up the second that Luke had a moment of stupidity, I guess. And and, wow. and Luke like recognizes. That well, he Luke was, wakes him up. <laughs> well, that'll wake anybody up. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially someone. Who's I wake up. Early. I wake up when it's like just a slight rise in temperature. Let alone <laughs> when somebody ignites a laser. And laser when when your uncle's standing over you, about to kill you. <laughs> um, but but he said like I was gonna like close like I changed. I was about to change my mind about the whole thing. Sure, but it was already too. late. But it was too late because he happened to wake up at that exact moment. He could have been like, oh, I had a lightsaber malfunction while checking on you. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, that needs to be a real moment of Luke's Luke failing the exact same way that the Je- the prequel era Jedi fail exact yeah. same, or even what I've said before is something that would Luke would project onto. Yeah. But I don't so. think Mark Hamill just. I just think that Mark Hamill didn't like Luke's way of dealing with the disappointment of yeah. the situation. By just like giving up and blah blah, because right. like Mark Hamill talks about how Luke was such a, a, a optimistic, yeah, type person, and and so this just, is in uh, director in the Jedi, right? yeah, and to in just like to respond to a mess like that by just running away, kind of thing, yeah. 
like Mark Hamill's like, where did you get this guy from? So I kind of get that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I agree with that. And uh, I think, like, Luke wouldn't just be like, well, I'm not going to do anything then. I'm not going to help. Well, uh, again, like, it, it's not like, enough. Don't help, don't, don't help by maybe running in with a laser sword, but help by being there and being sure. there for your sister. Yeah. Like, your sister, think about how your, what your sister is going sure. through. Like, and I guess there's a part of, like, part of maybe what makes that last scene so powerful. Mm -hmm. Other than the fact that, like, obviously Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher were unbelievable actors. Yeah. That had great chemistry and knew each other super well. Uh, and, even watching it in, without any of the background music or anything. Yeah. Just the purely other performances in, in yeah. the documentary. Yeah, keep going. But part <laughs> of that is that I, I, I don't know if, and we don't know if, Luke had had a moment to talk to Leia about what happened and say I'm sorry and well, and to face that kind of shame and fear of facing Leia and and based on what happened because clearly Leia would have found out what would have happened what happened yeah. um, and, and she obviously doesn't she see the same situation the same way and you know she yeah well, clearly she doesn't and if she did then everything would have been lost a long time ago yeah. but because uh, Leia is a hero yes she understands that the primary fault lies with Snoke and with Ben for going along. Yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, she but Luke also says yeah. nobody's ever fully lost. Nobody's ever fully gone. And, and that, that that is true too. Um that that I mean that's one of those beautiful moments of life of the of the real world breaking in and saying Carrie Fisher in some way is still with us. Yeah. Um of course the time Han Solo is still with us with the with the, the dice. And of course Kylo Ren and Han Solo. There's still a possibility I hope it isn't Ray coming to his rescue and, and, and turning him. That's her only function. Mm -hmm. I hope she, uh, if there is, I only hope it's a matter of uh, her, uh, it's a matter of him submitting to her of some sort. Prediction time. Prediction time. Speculate responsibly, but speculate away. <laughs> it's Ray that will turn. That's a possible, that's always a possibility. Because That's always a Luke says yeah. you faced the dark side and you didn't let, like bat an eyelash kind of thing. She went straight to the dark side. Whatever yeah. he said. Yeah, uh, went, to, went straight to the dark. I think Ray is... I think Kylo is going to turn Ray just because well, that's the most unpredictable thing that could have happened. And so I think... Though, if it was Ryan Johnson doing the third one, I'd say that's more realistic. I think yeah. because J.J. Abrams is doing it, I'm actually kind of joking. Well... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I well, just think that would be so interesting maybe. if Ray turns and how they deal with that and the, these new these new sort of Force-sensitive kids are going to grow yeah. up, I guess, and, and they'll have to play against the cadre of Ray and... of Rilo. It would make Episode nine like Episode three, More like Episode three, right? Than Episode six. Yeah. I mean, but I think that'd just be way more unpredictable. Would, I don't, everybody absolutely loves Daisy Ridley. After, everybody yeah. loves Ray. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> thinks Ray is the cutest. <laughs> I think Ray's gonna be a Sith. All right, big drop. Um. Anyways, so after Force Awakens, I would have said that was a possibility. Oh, I'm <laughs> gonna right. gonna burst your bubble here. <laughs> after Force Awakens, I would have said that was a possibility. Now you're perfectly set up for it to happen. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um. You're purposely she, set up. She passed where in the cave and with confronting her confronting her nobodiness where Anakin failed to. Right? Mm -hmm. Anakin 
for you know, I mean, the the analog with Anakin. So the analog with Luke is of course with the cave is of course Dagobah. Mm-hmm. I think there are some similarities there to the if if you read Nettie Okorafor's installment in from a certain point of view, some baptismal imagery in term in the uh, from the uh, the trash compactor and the Dianoga and all that. That's a whole other. We don't even know if that's fully canon or not. But um, yeah, for Anakin, the the analog with Ray is the the uh, the the Jawa village, the same people. Yeah, right. In a way, I, I hadn't actually thought of this before, but but that's it, right? It's he's his mother has just been taken away from him. His past. He's. He, he he was nobody and the only way in his mind to transcend being nobody is by killing everything that he com- comes across and he does that for the next 40 years mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but I think so, but I think there's yeah. such a move sorry were you done no so well, I'm just gonna say because Ray is able to face that but more importantly face down Kylo Ren and say I'm not gonna join you yeah she claims, I mean, that whole thing with the lightsaber. She claims all of the legacy of Anakin Skywalker and Luke Skywalker mm-hmm. with that lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I mean, she's the next Jedi. So that that was a good theory. It was, it was an interesting theory. If they make it believable somehow, yeah, okay, it, w- it would make it would certainly not do what we've heard. Episode nine would do would be tied to tie everything up. It would necessitate ten, well, eleven, that's twelve. That's what I was saying. It was like, like yeah, tomorrow. they would need a million more movies if that was the case. We'd need <laughs> ten, eleven, twelve tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's always still possible. Well, what what I was thinking about was in the move to make yeah. the move to make these these movies just so different than the other Star Wars movies. Yeah. In, in so many ways, like. Clearly, Snoke was an even weaker version, like, yeah. of the Emperor, basically, of trying to, like, yeah. he had he had Darth Vader on his side, and he had Luke, then he was trying to turn Luke with Darth Vader there, and yeah. da and he was killing, you know, trying to kill, so that was, that scene was very similar to kind of thing, right, where it's like, yeah, there are parallels. where Darth Vader, like, chalk checks the Emperor over the edge, and blah, yeah. blah, so there's yeah, that, but, but sort of off that. Luke goes on and becomes sort of this good guy forever now thing. Theoretically. So I think that's <laughs> yeah. something that could twist where it's like... Yeah, no, that's an interesting and, point. And maybe instead of, you know, or, yeah. or instead of, like, I don't think that Ray would ever, or even well, I guess to some degree Kylo would like to, I, I, maybe he's thrown that away too, because he always talks about like the past is gone, kill if you have to, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so the, the, these terms Jedi and Sith, Yeah. I don't know how useful they are in the new in the future. I don't know what useful Sith is. I yeah. don't know Jedi in the sense of the, the prequeler institution. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah, but I mean, I just think yeah. I think maybe like Rey and Kylo will meet up in some sort of androgynous middle between, like try to be like so the four Again, balance force. That's what I thought before the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I think so because they had the moment to meet up and they yeah, didn't. And that's what all the trailers were pushing for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I, I, okay. I really have no idea what's going to happen in episode 9. That's alright. Speculate responsibly. Uh, speaking of films coming out. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only 
Well, not Obi-Wan, because we're not... We better get a Kenobi movie eventually. Eventually. Ewan McGregor. <laughs> yes. Hang on. Saw the Solo trailer, and I promised I'd do a little bit of a on the Solo trailer. Um, and I'll give my bit, and Jamie, you'll give your bit that you've previewed at the beginning. My bit, I think it's going to be a fun palate cleanser uniting the fandom in this just very loose, light, not-so-heady film. Um, even what we've heard, it's going to be funny. It's going to be more funny. I mean, Star Wars always has humor, but this is even, even more of it. There's even one spot where where Han shows Chewie the Sabacan, and he's like, it's horrible. <laughs> And the, the, the banter between... I'm impressed that the banter between Han and Chewie is there that quickly. We don't know how soon after they meet. But they've already got this sort of playful, almost poking banter. That's going to be interesting. Um, I really love Lando. We all do. Um, what's interesting is, with Amelia Clark's character, two things with that. So, I think I've said this before. She's... Her characters are a lot better when there's steel in her character, and steel in her voice, S-T-E-E-L. Um, it seems like this will be, this will be a little more than that, like a little more of that, right? I mean, her great role of as Daenerys Targaryen is is one of the one of the great roles in television today. Um, her film roles playing the Manic Pixie Dream Girl or whatever, not so great. I mean, the Manic Pixie Dream Girl character trope is hopefully falling away. Um, it kind of her, her inability to act in those situations shows how vapid and <laughs> pointless that whole trope is. Useless that trope is in depicting what real women are like. Um, we do, I don't think Cure is going to be like that. What's interesting with the trailer it's being pointed out I think uh, Perry Nemiron the Collider pointed this out it starts with her her voice it starts with a lot of her it's interesting and, and I liked her delivery I liked how it isn't fully the steely mother dragons it isn't fully the the cheery airy fairy everything's always okay even if you're gonna your your rich white dude who wants to kill himself. <laughs> That's a horrible movie. Um, it's somewhere in the middle. She's the only one who truly knows who Han Solo really is. Just the, uh, the naive young Han Solo. Mm -hmm. The one thing I wonder is why they're they pushed back Alden Ehrenreich's performance in the trailer. And is that be, I think I can think of one or two possibilities. One of the possibilities that we're all wondering is, is it just not good enough? They did have to get the voice voice actor, the acting coach, and that happens. That's that's not too surprising on a film, from what I've heard. Uh, but they had to get him in. Um, maybe maybe it just isn't as good as, as we're expecting or hoping. Maybe it isn't as... Uh, it's such a tight balance between being this distinctly this Han Solo but also connecting to what Harrison Ford did. And you can't replicate what Harrison Ford did. Maybe it's too distinct and you don't see it, you don't hear it. That's that's a more likely danger than simply replicating what, what Harrison Ford did. That may not be the case at all. 
what may be the case is that they just want to delay our understanding of it, our idea of it, or, or, or our sense of it for the film itself, uh, so that instead of the two minutes that we have to to actually come and inhabit Alden Ehrenreich's performance of this character, we we actually get the full. We can actually make a judgment about it and a feeling about it of the full two hours and 15 minutes, which the runtime has been released, by the way. Two hours and 15 minutes. So, I'm hoping it's the second. I'm hoping it's that's the case. Um, clearly, there needs to be some adjustment. We're going to have to say this is not the guy we're used to because it's a different actor. It shouldn't be just an impression of Harrison Ford. Do we feel Christian Harloff on set? Do we feel it's on set? So that's my thoughts. I'm excited. I'm fine if it's bang up, smash up, a fun heist movie. Um, but as I think Jamie's going to go into, it's not going to be the heady uh, intellectual fair of Lost Jedi. maybe Or even Rogue One. Take it away. What do, what do you think of the trailer? What do you, And what do you think about the place of Han Solo, of the solo film, in light of the rest of the, the, the at least the Disney era? Well, they're they're trying to like make as many movies as possible to suck at the teeth that is uh, Star <laughs> Wars fandom in yeah. the mainstream these days that as fast as much as they can. So, you know, it's fine. You know, I'll watch it. That's fine. My wife and I will go watch it. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be a nice date night. I won't lose too much sleep over it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the, so, like, from what I saw from the trailer, it seems exactly like it's the same, exact same conundrum the Star Trek people had about Perfect. Christopher Pine. Pine? Yeah. yeah. About, Chris Pine, yeah. About trying to, you know, make him William Shatner, but not quite William Shatner right. kind of thing. And, and I think it's a very, it's a very similar type of character and a certain yep. type of personality and 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 i don't know swagger it's hard to say whether james kirk or han solo are more beloved probably han solo is more beloved than james kirk it's hard to say but either way like they they seem like the 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 performances of christopher pine and zachary quinto now the guy that plays uh yeah that guy plays han solo like it seems like they're gonna be the same person (laughs) <laughs> uh you know yeah, don't don't try to put me in a box i'm a grumpy guy i'll you know angst well, and yada yada yeah, and, and i'm not blaming anybody because i think it's a hard hard role to write for like a prequel like that kind of yeah. thing and i think the point that that is interesting was from the collider people about how he you know he'll be different than the way that they can make him different than harrison ford is he's a younger more hopeful yeah. Yeah, and Solo that hasn't seen as much of the world, spit him up, chew him up, and spit him out, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you talked about Amelia Clark. I think um, if, if she is Daenerys Targaryen, I think that would sell well enough. To be honest, because like, people love Daenerys yeah. Targaryen. Yeah, well, that's a good point. If she and turns they out love, to be, they love Amelia Clark's rendition of da- Daenerys Targaryen. So if they just plop Daenerys Targaryen in Star Wars, then <laughs> that would then be people, awesome. People would be absolutely fine. Well, I mean, with we already that. have Brienne of Tarth. <laughs> Well, essentially, and I, I think <laughs> I still I still like Brienne of Tarth way more than I like uh, Phasma. Captain Phasma. Yeah, and I think and I think I don't know if you guys have seen the YouTube video of uh, of, of Star Wars like unscripted where Boyega and uh, and yeah. Hamill and uh, and Much Tran and uh, and Gwendolyn Christie are sitting around uh, unscripted and and they t- someone asks who Brienne who would win in a fight between Brienne of Tarth and and Phasma and. Uh, <laughs> 
And Boyega but, said, well, Phasma is more, you know, tough and whatever. And, and whatever. And I'm like, not I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> the thing that Phasma has is technology, obviously, yeah. that, that Tarth doesn't have. But Tarth is way tougher than, yeah. than Phasma. Not but, um, that's that's really a tangent, but <laughs> no, no, you're talking about Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, vis a vis Star Wars. So yeah, I don't know. I, the one thing that would make the Han Solo movie for me, and if they're hiding hiding him in the in the in the tall grass, and and not showing it in the trailer, that would make me weep tears of joy. Is if there was some way to put Cad Bane in it. Oh yeah, well, that's so. that's not unrealistic. Oh, because that would, that if, would be a thing. if they could make a Cad Bane element to it, like yeah. Cad Bane and Han Solo somehow like know each other uh, or are buddies or something. I that would, would, I would, I would stand up and applaud. Because Cad is Cad is oh, he's the man. probably my favorite Clone Wars <laughs> character, yeah. uh, he's like, and, and he's one of my favorite you. villains of all time, probably. Yeah, like in any villain That's of all so time cool. in anything, like. <laughs> I'm a big Cad Bane he's, fan. He's the best bad guy. Uh, oh my goodness! Yeah, he's definitely the best bad like, guy. He, in he challenged everyone. He, he 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 competes <laughs> with Jedi. That's like somehow, <laughs> some way, he's shooting blasters at Jedi, and somehow he's not getting hat. his butt kicked. It's the hat and the uh, and, toothpick. I mean, yeah, he's just <laughs> a, he's, he's just unbelievable, and he does it with such great lyric, great great oh, great lines. That'll be, that'll be so if they somehow put Cad Bane in this Han Solo movie, I'll give it a million out of ten, and I'll love it forever, <laughs> and I'll buy it, and I'll. You I know, whatever, make, but I'm giving the under on that one. But... <laughs> <laughs> I, I can, man, can dream about movies. Well, but... we're dreaming. We're dreaming about Cadbane. We want Cadbane. We, yeah. we, we want him more than Boba Fett. Sure, absolutely. You know? Boba Fett's lame compared to Cadbane. <laughs> yeah. They should have based the clones off of Cadbane. <laughs> they would have never well, no, lost. Django Fett was not lame. <laughs> well, even then, like he still could not compete. Not cool as cool as Cadbane. Anyway. Yeah. But uh, so no, about the that. movie that we will get, not the movie that Jamie and you go or nothing ever wish we'd get. Well, uh, and probably lots of people. Oh yeah, I mean I'll be I'll watch it as I said. I don't know. Like I'm with uh I'm with Christian Harloff like and and those guys like on Collider. Yeah. I'll watch it. I haven't watched the trailer 400 times. Right. Like it's nice. <laughs> Woody Harrelson will be funny. Yeah, we, yeah, we like, we, well, I think we can kind of like see how it's going. There'll be nice witty banter. That's a great cast. But I, I, it's not like it's not like you know episode nine where like where's it gonna go? How's it gonna go? Oh. Like there's gonna be like sticky situations. He's gonna get out of it with shooting his blaster a lot, well, and using his wit. Right. And and Emily Clark will be some sort of handler, and we can kind of well, we can kind of like you know we can kind of plot it out. I think. Unless they really pull the fast one, yeah. In which case, like kudos. But then again, like, will we like it if they pull that much of a fast one? If they're just if they pull a fast yeah. one, then they're just gonna pull a fast one for the sake of pulling fast oh. ones. You oh. know what I mean? So it's like they kind of set them themselves up in a very in a very small box for this. I think. In, in the words of but, of, uh, strong or not strong bad the other guy, to paraphrase, a one that is fat that is not fast is hardly a one at all. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, that's so. interesting. I, we suspect because of uh, um, Woody Harrelson's character's comments, somebody's going to betray him. Someone close to him. Yeah. And, and you know, Kira seems like a good bet, and that would be that would be interesting. Is Kira Amelia Clark. Yeah, and that, that's interesting mm-hmm. because we see we have that pic shot of her coming out of the Falcon in, in the, the red, cl- fine clothing. Yeah. It'll be interesting because. Yeah, I mean, 
if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? If she yeah. can play that that steely again, I use the word steel. Yeah. But you know, very plotting, calculating, treacherous character. Yeah. Like, Though another interesting, it wouldn't an- be surprising. But another interesting quote from uh, Mark Hamill was yeah. uh, talking about how there's so few attractive women in the Star Wars uh, galaxy, and <laughs> and so again, like they're trying to sell the movie in a, a diff to a different, a very different yeah, type but... of Star Wars fan, which again is fine. Like, you know, the the and obviously em- Amelia Clark is really beautiful, and so that'll sell tickets. Like Woody Harrelson being a goof will yeah. sell tickets, and so it's not, it's not deep. Donald I, I Glover, I'll appreciate Donald Glover. Donald Glover will be interesting, like as Lando, obviously. Like, well, the, it wasn't Solo. If it was Lando, he's, starring Donald Glover, I'd be there for that too. <laughs> yeah, I mean that would be more interesting because there's less to less to kind of base it on, and yeah. less to just assume what it'll be like, and uh, yeah. So, so yeah, I don't know. I it'll be it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'll I'll like it. I'll have some popcorn. I'll give my wife a hug and I'll go to bed, and then I'll be ready for none more star other Star Wars things. It's not yeah. gonna like yeah. as I said, unless Cad Bane shows up. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna add. It's it's an origin story of a character we meet, we've known for forty one years. It's not really gonna, and we know where he ends up. Yeah. Is, is, is he going to see a picture of Leia Organa and be like, wow, she's cute? I hope not. <laughs> oh my gosh, I hope not. So, in uh, I heard this princess in Alderaan's pretty good looking. I hope that would be so on the she nose. She has cinnamon buns on her ears. <laughs> so, in, uh, Le- in Leia, Princess of Alderaan, she, Leia and Holdo are are off. They're, they're junior. No disrespect to the deceased, of course. Yeah. They're, 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 like, the junior, Leia and Holdo are, I don't know what business they're getting up to, I don't think it has anything to do with their, like, kind of, junior kitty table, kitty table senate responsibilities, but, <laughs> they're trying to get a ship off the planet, I think off of Coruscant, and so, they look at a bunch of ships, and one of them is this junky, this hunk of junk. And the implication is that that's the Falcon, that she almost met him there. And I'm, that's as far as I'd want to go. Is there, so you're saying you'd be okay if there is some sort of Leia element to the solo? Nothing, I wouldn't be okay if it was an explicit one. I'd be okay if, I'd be okay if it was implied. I don't want it to. You don't want it to be just like, he's like on like, like some sort of like picture comes up. Oh, she's, that's a cute lady or something. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I think I think that's dangerous. But, yeah, dangerous people, the territory. They, I think they will have some sort of pandering like that, but it's gonna might. be careful. Yeah, I don't know. Got to be careful. We'll see. I mean, we'll 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 see where where Helen's headed at with all that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. So. It'll be interesting. I, I think uh, like I do like Woody Harrelson. Yeah. So. We'll yeah, Woody Harrelson. Paul there's gonna be some. There's gonna be lots of cute lines between Chewie and Han. Well, they got a great. It's got a great cast. Right. I mean, yeah, go Woody yeah. Harrelson, Paul Bettany. And the more Wookiee you can have, the better. Yeah. So. Jonas Sotamu. He's a funny guy. So. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's it. what we got. You got any final thoughts? Yeah, if you're still listening to this podcast, 56 minutes into it or whatever, so much respect. Send me your address. I will <laughs> mail you a pack of Skittles. <laughs> He's not serious. Don't I send am us very your address. Serious. <laughs> Please send me your address. I will send you Skittles if you're still listening. Well, 
No, no, no. Where, where can they? Where can they find you? Well, yeah, you can find me at at Nugsy, N-E-U-G-S-I-E on Twitter. Uh, you probably won't see much Star Wars. Stuff. No, you'll see lots it's of. It's mostly hockey, sports. Lots of related. junior hockey. Junior hockey, soccer. Uh, Matthew and I are going to be doing a World Cup podcast, oh, hopefully yeah. during the uh, World Cup. So um, that will be a lot of fun. Hopefully in person in Regina, Saskatchewan. See Beautiful, what we can do. balmy Regina, Saskatchewan, where it is do. flat and there is much need for ice cream in the summer because it's extremely hot. Yes, just like here in Toronto, just like anywhere else. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, so we're, well, can, they find, can they find you on Instagram too? You're on Instagram? Yeah, you can find me oh, on yeah. Instagram at Noogs87. Matthew's also tagged me a bunch on Instagram things. Yeah. Again, it's mostly sports and people comment when it's not a sports related post. Like, <laughs> for example, I posted a really yummy salad I made that Matthew doesn't like uh, yesterday. <laughs> lemon. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, again, like I never really tweet or anything about Star Wars, so. Uh, but I do like Star Wars. So. Give him a follow when you're Give me a follow. Give me a follow if you want to talk about sports. Tell them what you thought of this. Uh, I'm, as always, at uh, on Twitter at NEUG485. Uh, Instagram at MNEUG1138. Let me know what you thought. Let, let Jamie know what you thought. This has been episode 28 of For Christ's Sake, Anakin. Um, yeah, we, we go... We've gone about to the hour mark because you, usually by myself it's about 35, 30, 40 minutes. With someone else, we get you can go longer, but to an hour or longer. That's good to know. That's a good, good way to be. Uh, hopefully, you know, I also, sorry for bling delay, I usually like to get pods out on Tuesdays. Things came up. I did get the, the Rogue episode on Friday. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's how life works, how life goes. So, um, hopefully I'll get something out on Tuesday. And until then, Thanks for listening. May the force be with you always.